question. Okay. What's your name? Stephanie. What's yours? That boy Young. Let me intro this with a little bit. Because mm-hmm. um, number one, this is the first one I've done in like two and a half months. Mm-hmm. So thank you for everyone for being patient. Um, and if you hadn't been patient, you just didn't even realize I wasn't posting. That's cool too. <laughs> um, I got a new job and we've been going through some big life changes. All good though. Yeah, all good things. All good things. So that's where we've been for a minute, but we're back at it. So that's number one. And number two, seeing as how I start so much of this talking about Stephanie, it's sort of like about you, but like through me. So I was like, why don't I just bring you on? Mm-hmm. We'll just have you go right to the source. Hi, guys. So. Mm-hmm. You sound fine, honey. You sound good. Yeah, I have to say that this is my first time coming online with my voice. And it's really, really nerve-wracking. So if you're like, oh, her voice sounds horrible, I totally get it. <laughs> it doesn't sound horrible. And the fact that you can even talk is crazy. Yeah, because I wasn't talking at all in the hospital or even when I got out of the hospital. Um, they had to put electrodes on my throat. Remember that? Yeah. And um, I like when the doctors were trying to talk to me, they had to talk to Robert and my mom um, to... Like communicate. Communicate because... They couldn't hear me, and, you know, I couldn't talk back, so. Yeah, there was a, there was a while there, um, where, like, to communicate, we would have to, like, I would have to, like, put, you'd have to, like, hold my finger. Yeah, and I'd have to ask, like, yes or no questions, like, one for yes, two for no. Yeah, Um, I would squeeze his fingers. That's crazy, too. Here's another thing just put this out there and I talk about this a lot in a world where everybody's trying so hard to be a victim mm-hmm. like people try so hard to be a victim and just claim that status and um, get attention for like victimhood it's like you have so much of an excuse to just feel sorry for yourself and be a victim but it's like the last thing that you ever want yeah, I don't want to be a victim because then people feel sorry for you for your whole life. And I just don't want that to be my case. I don't even like it right now <laughs> when I really am messed up and kind of yeah a victim. I just don't even feel good about that. Like when it's easy. Yeah, to be a victim. Like, so that's one thing I talk, I tell people is, like, I don't want... There's there's just certain things that you shouldn't deal in, and one of them is pity. Like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't pity anyone or feel sorry for them, and you also shouldn't want, like, anyone to pity you or feel sorry for you. And it's the same thing with envy. Like, you shouldn't mm-hmm. envy anyone, and you shouldn't, like, want people to envy you, because that's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not weird. weird, but it's like, it's just a negative, it's like a super well, unhealthy thing. I don't thing. envy anyone, because I got you, baby. Oh, wow. Oh, blush. That's <laughs> cheeky. It's true, though. Yeah, we got we got lucky. It's like, people, you know, I have friends that will, not to call anybody out, but 
I have friends. Who will... Who talk about that, you know, our relationship and everything and, you know, how we end up together and things like that. And I'm like, honestly, we just got really lucky in a lot of ways because we really did a lot of things like wrong. Like, what <laughs> <we're>, like <laughs> It's so true. Like what relationship counselors might tell you to do or not do or whatever. Like we did a lot of things. Um, we did a lot of things wrong. Yeah, I think... Uh, a lot of people feel like that, you know, having envy, getting envy from other people or it's jealousy like or whatever. Yeah, it's like the goal. And it just, it doesn't satisfy you. It doesn't have any fruit to it. But mm-hmm. you had some stuff that you wrote and kind of stuff you want to talk about. So, Well, really, to... it had to do with my voice. Just really losing my voice. And, I mean, you feel that in your soul. Like, having... The way that we all communicate is through our voices and a huge part of me was how I I communicated with people when I had a normal voice. And then when I was in the hospital, it totally, my vocal cord, they say it's paralyzed. Right like now. the vocal fold, right? No, and is the it, vocal cord. It's the cords like on that side. On the left side, yeah. On the left side. So basically, for people that, like, don't really know where those lesions were, it basically just, like, short-circuited everything on, like, the left side. And there are certain things, like, gross mechanic, like, large mechanical things, like moving hands and moving legs and stuff, which she can still do. That's why she can get around. But then there's stuff um, more sensitive things. Yeah. And this is all, like, in the throat. So, when I was in the hospital, I couldn't, no, when I was in the hospital, and a year after, I couldn't even eat anything, and I had a tube in my stomach, so, like, I was really messed up. Yeah, the tube, they didn't take out until um, last November, so you had the... You had that bitch in there like a over a year and a half. Yeah. And then the eating the solid foods and everything. You could eat solid food about a year ago. Because when you started at pay, like you would mm-hmm. like take lunch and stuff, right? Yeah, but... Um, it was mostly mashed stuff. Yeah, it wasn't really like... What I now is like nuts and yeah. um, salad and stuff. So. Yeah, we had to delay doing this because you're using cashews. Because they're doing cashews, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cashews are so good. Yeah, cashews are my favorite nut. Yeah, because they're really more soft. Like yeah, almonds are kind of gross because they're like. Apparently, really cashews hydrate. are like a laxative. Really? I don't know. Somebody said that. No. Probably. Coffee's a laxative. Coffee just coffee just gets everything going. Coffee just warms it up. But yeah, think about what you were just saying about like losing your voice and like how that is for everybody. Because think about how many. Because I know I've had like bad dreams, like nightmares and stuff, mm-hmm. where it's like you have a nightmare and there's something um, coming after you, mm-hmm. and it's like like when you're getting chased and everything, mm-hmm. you'll be like calling for help. Mm-hmm. And you can't like your mouth yeah. is like sewn shut, or you're like yeah. you can't you're 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 basically like mute. You know you can't speak, you can't call for help. 
you see that in scary movies and stuff all the time. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's how we, it's how we interact and engage with people. Yeah. You know? It was definitely very scary. Yeah. When I first woke up from brain surgery, you were like, just squeeze my fingers. And that was the scariest part. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I knew, like, I had just had brain surgery, but I was, like, completely aware of what was going on. I just couldn't use, like, my voice or my hands very well. Mm-hmm. Or my yeah. legs. Well, <laughs> but I did right take it, the doctor. Because right when you came out, it was, you were still um, intubated. They still had that oxygen tube going down your oh. throat. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. When I first um, first saw you, you were still intubated. That's got to be really creepy. It was wild, but I had just already received it. Like, I just received everything. Like, it was like a, that week, like, it, how serious it was when they first took you to, um, uh, they, when they took you, it was from Baylor Scott and White to UT Southwestern. Mm-hmm. So when they took you, that's when I knew it was going to be crazy situation well that's when they started questioning what it actually was yeah when we knew it wasn't a stroke and it was a mass and they're gonna have a surgery yeah i just received all of it that's how you got to do yeah you you did really really well with it but it's still really i think everybody did i mean even like your mom yeah, for sure. She's yeah, she's like a tough old lady. She's <laughs> she's so <laughs> sweet though. Yeah, I mean it's just that's life, you know. It's there's everything is and nobody has a normal life. Yeah, like nobody right. nobody gets to have just like a normal. Everybody's got crazy stuff. Everybody's got crazy stories and you know stuff they've been through and traumatic mm-hmm. things and yeah, loss or whatever. Always, and whenever you say that, I always think of the lady at Starbucks that on Christmas Day. Yeah, so I have like Stephanie's way better at this than me. I have a very like blunt way of like trying to get people to talk, and it usually doesn't work. <laughs> like I'm always just like, well. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it works, but sometimes it's like, I'm just, or I, I either come on too strong and I'm too blunt, or I've just succumbed to just small talk. Like, I'm the first person to start talking about the weather. It's like, oh, okay, that's nice. <laughs> but Stephanie will just, within a few questions, like this lady, it was Christmas Day, and we just ran through Starbucks, and the lady taking our order was so happy. And within like maybe a span of 30 seconds stephanie got her to tell us all about her life story of how she used to be a dog sitter and she lived in la and she developed a meth addiction and she's four years sober and like her husband left her and she moved back home and just like we're not laughing at her it's a great story she's doing good um you know more power to her but it was just funny how Stephanie just got her so quick. She was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm out here. I'm four years sober. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, like mm, smells good in there. Just like, yeah, I, small talk. <laughs> it was kind of like, could you give us our peppermint latte? <laughs> yeah, I was like, can you just give me my stuff and let me go? I just said, when you poke no, I love hearing people's stories. Yeah. And just knowing that I'm not alone in this is just really cool 
Mike, it's important. I think the phrase when people talk about like, oh, you need to speak your truth and like they like your truth and all that stuff. Like, I think it's like a that's like a dumb phrase, but it's important. It is important in the sense that like people don't need to contain their stories because then it gives other people permission. You know, when yeah. everybody thinks mm-hmm. that everybody's perfect, then the you feel alone when you're you're going through a struggle or anything. But if everybody was like, hey, you know, I deal with this or I have this problem then it, it opens it up for everybody. It just makes things more honest, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody's always see is that outside. And it's like... That's the problem with social media. Yeah, everybody sees something that's better than like, I'm totally what guilty is. of that, though. Oh, of course. Everybody, nobody <laughs> ever posts. You've seen the memes, and it's like... It'll be like the picture that... It's two pictures put together. It's like the picture that you post, and it's some, like, beautiful stallion. Yeah. And then it says, like, the picture that your friend tags you in, and it's like Donkey yeah. from Shrek. That's so true. <laughs> like, you look so busted. I think about that. The pictures that people will tag me in, it's, like, way worse. You always have to... I always have to untag myself. Yeah. What are you saying? Have yeah, you ever you're... Googled yourself? No, I'm scared of all that. To be honest, like... I know that, like, the government is spying on us yeah, and everything, but if they, if Mark Zuckerberg has all my information, it's like, I don't care. Let him be disappointed as everybody else. <laughs> like, <laughs> if somebody wants nothing. to steal my information and look at, like, my bank, okay, here, let me just tell you, I spend way too much money at Target and at Starbucks. White girl. And that's it. Yeah, they're going to, if somebody looked at, like, my bank statements, they would think I was a white girl. They would think I was a 21-year-old white, like, basic white girl. <laughs> no, that's why I love Robert so much, is we get to go do, do white girl, all basic the things white girl that things. I like to do. You want to know, here's some honest truth, is, like, dudes like doing that stuff. Every dude yes. likes to complain, but it's fun to go do and that. And go stuff. do brunch. Yeah, brunch is good, because you, you can get mimosas, there's alcohol in that. That's fun. The wow. only place that I legitimately don't like is that is lush in the Uh mall. That place is assaults the senses. Lush is like a soap shampoo place in the mall. But it plays like really loud music. It's really loud, like dubstep music and they're just there's so many smells. It's like just this overwhelming sense. I agree with that. We're not we're definitely not sponsored by Lush. No, I don't know. It's okay. There's no money going on in this thing anyway, so I'm like, we're not gonna get in trouble. We'll be okay. We'll never be sponsored by them. They maybe, were thinking about it for sure. Maybe like, <laughs> maybe like in an ironic way, they do it in a couple of years. But yeah, what did you want to? You don't want to read it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we can just keep talking. Anything you don't like, we can cut out. This isn't live. That's a smart way to do it. Don't do it live. That's how you get in trouble. No, I think you should. I guess I sounded like I was a little bit far away. We're good now. That's okay. How do you know? Because I have the headphones on. Oh, you could hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. That's crazy. Yeah, baby. That's what headphones do. They let you hear what's going on. Well, I just didn't know that you were hearing this through those. Yeah. I don't know. Technology baffles me. It's okay. It baffles me, too. Mainly my thing was really just about how I, I, you know, people talk about, like, losing your voice, like, metaphorically, but I lost it really physically. Mm -hmm. I really lost it. And so, um, 
Andrew been here with me and my family. Yeah, and we so loud. talk. We talk yeah, but all I the time, mind. and we're all. I like loud. it. I'm glad that it's not completely silent all the time because mm-hmm. it would be if I was running the joint. <laughs> yeah. So mainly, I had to go through a really long process of actually finding my actual voice again that wasn't this like it's obviously not pretty so it's like (laughs) really rough to hear and my voice before was very pretty and it was really nice to hear it really was I was listening to some old videos that just yeah my whole topic would be Finding my voice, like, in the midst of everyone else talking and, you know, everything You sound like fine. So, well, You just sound like you smoked a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, I know. And that's why I'm like, dang, I should have smoked more cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make a difference Just anyway. kidding. No, I should have smoked more weed, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, the rehab I went through for my voice, it still goes on every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to do those straw exercises and, like, voice exercises. And my Aunt Karen has been amazing doing, like, a voice lesson with me every week. Mm-hmm. Helping me get stronger. So, but even now you can tell it's gotten a little worse. Worse? As I talk? I don't think so. Mm. I think when you just like relax a little bit, like when you're like really trying too hard, you really don't need to project. This is a very sensitive mic. Like I can hear you fine. So honestly, when you just relax and just Mm -hmm. let your voice. That's um, true. Like early on. Yeah. So. When you try too hard to put body into it yeah. and project. You should talk about yourself and teaching jujitsu. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Like, we've talked about all these big changes um, coming on. I teach now in the mornings, Tuesday and Thursday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. Bright and It's early. really you just wake up. He really... You wake up. I'm going to... All the compliments you give me, I'm just going to cut out. No, please don't. <laughs> okay, I won't do. I won't cut out all of them. Um, yeah, six a.m. to seven a.m. Tuesday and Thursday. You, sometimes you got to wake up. You got to give yourself your, your the own dark. You got to just receive darkness right on yourself, right out of the gate, and then then that way the rest of the day is only good from it's there. It's so funny because I wake up like at the time you get home. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, good morning. You're like, oh, I've been up for forever. No, usually I just, usually I just lay next to you, fall back asleep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I want to stay on topic because I like what you're saying about the voice. Everything. Well, ever you spent all that time writing all that stuff. Well, I mean, it's just about me getting my voice back. Then tell and, you what it is. Well, when I got my voice back, they 
shot Botox into my vocal cord. Yeah. Have they only did that once, right? No, they've done it twice. And I'm I'm about to have to get another one. Okay. So, yeah, I think those help. Yes. So basically like the first time I got that shot, mm-hmm. um my all my therapists like freaked out. Like they were like, Oh my gosh, we could actually hear you. Yeah. It definitely gives it a little bit more something solid. Yeah. Yeah, there's a surgery, but I'm not going to touch anywhere around this face. (laughs) I don't blame you for not wanting any more procedures. Well, I kind of do want one more on my knee. To have your knee tightened up. Yeah, Yeah, they can just put a wrench in it and tighten it up. Yeah, they're going to tighten some bowls and put some oil in it. Lube it up. What are some of the points you wanted to I wanted to say that Selma Blair really inspired me mm-hmm. because her voice is like very spasm. It spasms a lot. She sounds like she has like tremors going on. Mm-hmm. Like she you, does. Yeah, you've never really had that. You did in the hospital, but they went away. Like, you don't shake and anything. Like, we can watch old videos. I have old videos from... The hospital. Yeah, when you're in the hospital, and there's a lot more shakiness. And, like, you're way rougher. Like, you listen to your voice then. It's way, like... It's it's yeah. way harder to understand. No one could understand me. I remember when Lauren came from Florida. Mm-hmm. We just had to write, like, notes back and forth. Yeah, we all did. The, yeah, we had to do the note thing for a while. Everyone did, but yeah, Selma Blair, her her courage has really inspired me, um, to like come out with my voice. Mm-hmm. Like her whole story. I'm gonna cut it at that. I'm gonna cut that cough. See, that's a good thing. I didn't even know we had a theme to this bitch. <laughs> I didn't even know we had a topic we were doing. Well, we just jumped in and started talking. I like it better because it's more natural the way that we did it. Yeah, that's what the hardest thing about doing these for me is like the balance of the structure. Yeah. You have to have both. You have to have hard structures and soft structures. Structures. You have to have concrete things and more fluid things you have to have more concrete ideas and abstract ideas and they go Mm -hmm. together like even when you're looking at art you have solid objects in contrast to uh more theory yeah more ethereal fluid objects and people talk about oh i have a big of like salvador dali yeah i love his artwork and it's very fluid yeah but you'll find that there's structure too, and it's the contrast of, of both. And that's the thing that's hard for me is the the concrete aspects of um, keeping. So don't don't mess with that. Uh, the concrete aspects of you know production and writing and having a topic and staying on point and everything. Because mm-hmm. I just like to bullshit. <laughs> You're good at it. You're good at everything you do. It's... Oh, thanks, Daddy. That one's not standing. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but so what's up, what's up with you? Tell the people about your how you're recovering, coming along. Oh, what yeah, you got? So, what you got in the woodworks? So when you drop in your newest album? Yeah, soon. <laughs> um, so recovery is going well actually. Um, 
I'm actually doing less therapy than ever, mm-hmm. which is actually a really good thing because you kind of get to a point where the therapist is like, well, I've pretty much done everything to get you to this point. Mm-hmm. Can't really do much more. Um, let's just meet like every month or something like that. Mm-hmm. And... um yeah, so most of my therapists I see monthly, and I've been going to the gym with my personal trainer every week, and that's the best ever. I do a lot of acupuncture and chiropractor, like natural natural healers, so that, that has proven to be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. So that's my life. <laughs> oh, I started Ubering and lifting places, and that's fun. Yeah, this poor that poorest guy. So she the first oh, time she gosh. did this, she got an Uber, and it was this like Arabic guy. He was brand new to the country. Poor guy. He looked like yeah, he didn't speak English. He, yeah, he barely spoke any English. He looked like he was related to me. Like <laughs> he looked like one of my no. dad's cousins. But so she gets out and she falls and it's not a bad fall. No, can I please tell this way? Yeah. Okay, so I prefer you to tell it. So the whole time we're silent on the way home, which is totally fine. I really didn't know he didn't speak English. So we pull up to my house and he gets the walker out. He puts the walker too far away so I can't really reach it. And so basically, I just fall out of the car. Like, I lean over to try to grab the walker, and I just fall. You fell forward? Yeah. And he's, like, freaking out, like, oh, no, 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 This poor no, guy, no, this no. poor guy, because he, he knew, like, the cops were going to show up, and they are going to see, like, this his brown ass, and, like, next to this, like, injured white woman, and it was, that was going to be a wrap for him. So he just like he banged on the door and freaked out and he was, was like really deal. freaking out yeah, more than scared. I was and um he was like call someone call someone and then I was like um okay I'll call Robert you know I didn't really know who to call because I knew you weren't home mm-hmm. and then Robert's dad his name is Robert too. Um, Robert Sr. opened the door, and he was like, uh, is everything okay? Okay? The guy was like, no. Stephanie, she fell. <laughs> so he came out and helped me. And the poor Uber guy, like, waited and then drove away. He was definitely traumatized by that. Which is why we use Lyft from now on. Yes. Shout out to Lyft. Are you going to read anymore? No. No? You don't have any points we're trying to make? No. Because we're at half an hour-ish right now. I mean, I'll cut it down a little bit. It'll be less than half an hour by the time we're done. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Just like that. No sign-off. No no last message we want to leave everybody with. What's, mm-hmm. your, what's your... I mean, we'll do more of this, but... Yeah. What's your What's your message to give the people about finding okay, your voice? Okay, my voice... such my... a good... 
theme we were supposed to stick to. We didn't do shit. Mm, well, <laughs> we'll do it I next think time. I like talking better. Yeah. Um, Everybody does. My point and my thing to leave off is just never take your voice for granted. Never in a million years would I have thought that my voice would go away. Like, that's not even something you think about. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Like, don't bite your tongue. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you got something you gotta say, yeah. you need to say it while you can. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's my... That is my takeaway. And then I just wanted to say that I love everyone. <laughs> yeah, which is what I gotta say. Like, I whoop everybody's ass in Mario Kart. Like, he it wouldn't really be will. right. It wouldn't be right. Like, he's I'll lose friends been, over it. He spent like a year learning how to play Mario Kart, like, perfectly. <laughs> All right. Are we good? Yeah. All right. Peace Daddy. out. Alright, love you baby. Um, I thank everybody for listening to this. We'll be back.